2: Mike De Niro. Before we get to the show today, I want to thank all our fans from all over the world. Thank you for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. A lot of changes are coming to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. We're going to talk all about it in the coming weeks. We'll discuss it today, but make sure to follow us on Instagram for all the latest news and updates at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Make sure you follow us on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at W underscore Pod. And make sure you follow the YouTube channel. We have a super stacked show for you today, as always. We're going to be talking all about last night's AEW We're going to be talking about Monday Night Raw's draft. We're going to be talking about NXT 2.0 and everything else going on in the wrestling world. So thank you so much for riding with the Wrestling Delorean Podcast. Strapping your seatbelt. Let's get the show on the road. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for bringing me into your morning routine and going on with your day. But we're having the Wrestling Delorean podcast a part of that day. Thank you so much for riding with us. Thank you for all the fans from all over the world. I love all my supporters, everybody who rides with the Wrestling Delorean podcast, my passengers. I don't know if that's a cool name, but I'm going to call you guys my passengers. Everybody that's represented from Mexico, Canada, the UK, United States, Ireland, Germany, uh, Brazil, Chile, Philippines, Cambodia, We got fans from all over the world, India, Australia. Yo, shouts to everybody. Shouts to everybody who's rocking with the Wrestling Delorean podcast. Thank you so much. You know, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about my absence, right? So a lot been going on lately. Like I said in previous episodes, I have a baby on the way, and the baby's going to be here any day now. So it's been a real, you know, real hectic, hectic time period but a very blessed time period that I'm extremely, extremely excited for and happy for. On top of that, you know, just been a real, real busy time. But the Wrestling DeLorean podcast is always going to be alive and well. We're always going to have shows for you here on the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. I am going to be announcing that starting next week, the Wrestling DeLorean podcast will be moving to Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And I Ladies and gentlemen, you guys want it back by popular demand. The wait is over. The classic wrestling reviews will be back starting next Monday with the fight for Monday night. We're going to be talking about Monday Night Raw versus WCW Nitro. Starting with the debut on WCW Nitro of Scott. Hall which will cause a Wrestling hurricane and Is going to cause the wrestling world to bow At the knees of the WCW we're going to Be talking all about that starting Monday So you don't want to miss out on that But speaking of Raw let's talk about this Raw draft let's talk about the WWE draft let's talk about how WWE is bending Over backwards for the Executives at the USA Network because it looks like Raw is going to have the star power that SmackDown had. SmackDown lost a lot of stars in this draft. And it looks like that Raw is going to be now, once again, the flagship show, it seems. Because a lot of complaints that I've been having, especially in the last couple of weeks, was that Raw has no star power. And SmackDown has a lot of star power. So, when you... Look at the end of the draft. The draft results. We're going to go down both rosters right now. And I'm going to tell you who is the new additions. Who is the new additions to both Raw and SmackDown. So let's do the Raw roster first in alphabetical order. We have AJ Styles. Akira Tozawa. Alexa Bliss. Angela Dawkins. Apollo Crews, Austin Theory, Becky Lynch coming from SmackDown, Bianca Belair coming from SmackDown, Big E coming from SmackDown, Bobby Lashley, Carmella coming from SmackDown, Cedric Alexander, Chad Gable coming from SmackDown, Commander Aziz coming from SmackDown, Damian Priest, Dana Brooke, Dolph Ziggler coming from SmackDown, Dominic Mysterio coming from SmackDown, Dewdrop, Drake Maverick, Edge coming from SmackDown, Finn Balor coming from SmackDown. Gable Stevenson's USA Gold Medalist drafted to Raw. Jackson Riker, John Morrison, Karrion Cross, Keith the Bearcat Lee, Kevin Owens, Liv Morgan coming from SmackDown, Mia Yim, Montez Ford from SmackDown, MVP, Nia Jax, Nikki A.S.H., Omos, Otis, R-Truth, Randy Orton, Reggie. Ray Mysterio, Rhea Ripley, Matt Riddle, Robert Roode, Seth Rollins, Shelton Benjamin, T-Bar, Tamina, Tegan Knox, The Miz, Veer, and Zelina Vega. Wow. So when you look at it, the additions of Edge, the additions of Big E, the additions of Seth Rollins, the additions of Finn Balor, Ray Mysterio... Raw made out like bandits in this fucking draft. They have some top stars where a lot of the name values that SmackDown had on Fox now will be on the USA Network. So I don't know if the Fox executives are going to be too happy. But speaking of SmackDown, let's talk about the SmackDown roster. We have Aaliyah coming from NXT, Angel Garza from Raw, Ashanti the Adonis representing the hit row from NXT, B-Fab also from NXT, Cesaro, Charlotte Flair from Raw, Drew Gulak, Drew McIntyre from Raw, Eric, a uh, Happy Corbin, Humberto Corrillo from Raw, Isaiah Swerve Scott from NXT, Ivar, Jeff Hardy from Raw, Jey Uso, Jimmy Uso, Jinder Mahal from Raw, King Nakamura, Kofi Kingston, Mace, Madcap Moss, who the fuck is Madcap Moss? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Mansoor, Mustafa Ali, Naomi, Natalia, Rick Boogs, Ricochet, Ridge Holland from NXT, Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief, Sami Zayn, Sasha Banks, Shanky, Shayna Baszler, Seamus, Shotzi, Tony Storm, Top Dollar, Xavier Woods, and Zaya Lee. That is what rounds out the SmackDown roster. And I got to say, SmackDown took a hit. SmackDown took a big hit. Losing the star power of Edge, losing um, Seth Rollins, losing Kevin Owens, losing Rey Mysterio, losing Finn Balor, that takes a big hit for SmackDown. Now, I know the Fox executives and the USA executives, they both don't seem happy with the WWE, but the WWE... They have enough wealth to spread. There should be no reason why all the major stars are on one show. But it looks like SmackDown, keeping its true to its name, the land of opportunity, SmackDown will try to continue to build new stars, especially bringing people up from NXT, people like from the hit row, people like, Ridge Holland, people like Ziya Lee, Li. So it's going to be really interesting to see if SmackDown could build the star power of these guys and make them the stars of tomorrow while Raw has the stars of today, it seems. Speaking of NXT, NXT 2.0, another decent show. It's just a hard show to really sink my teeth into, being that there's so many debuts, so many people coming and going. It really doesn't seem like a show that is... Made for television quite yet. It does look like a show that should be developmental, which it is at the moment, but is not made for TV, so if NXT sticks around on the USA Network, I think that there may need to be adjustments made. Those adjustments need to be made, and I think from those adjustments, I think that one, the setting looks way too small, it looks real Bush League, but... I am excited to see where some of these young stars go. I'm excited like a motherfucker for Braun Breaker. I'm excited for his title match against Tommaso Ciampa at the NXT Halloween Havoc 2 coming up in three weeks. A lot of good stuff going on in NXT is just there's too much being introduced at once. And now when you got the stars that been in NXT for a while that you could really get behind... Moving to SmackDown, it looks like there's going to be a lot more changes made to NXT's roster. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens next. When we come back from this commercial break, we're going to be talking all about last night's AEW Dynamite, the two year anniversary of Dynamite. One hell of a show with one hell of a return. We're going to talk all about that when we come back. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. gentlemen let's get into last night's aew dynamite the two-year anniversary live from philadelphia pennsylvania aew had a freaking massively huge show here show that had debuts returns and great matches we going to talk all about that right now so let's talk about aew dynamite from last night This show started out hot and heavy. We had a huge eight-man tag match to start off the show. There was no entrances. As soon as the show went on, these men were already in the ring. It's crazy because AEW still runs with the same pacing as if they are going head-to-head with NXT. Just nonstop, one after another. Sometimes there's no time for entrances. Let's just get the men in the ring. Let's just have this fucking matchup, right? So, like I said, we're starting out hot and heavy. This show starts out with the Super Elite Adam Cole, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega going against the Jurassic Express, Christian Cage, and Brian Danielson. This was an absolutely insane fun matchup. A lot of crazy-ass spots here. A lot of action. The crowd was going absolutely wild. There was a big melter driver to the outside on Christian Cage, injuring him and taking him out the matchup. In the end, the Super Elite hit a four-way DTE trigger on Jungle Boy for the victory. Really, really good match. Really good way to open it up. John Moxley's here, he's talking about the main event, which is a seven-man casino, casino, what the fuck is a casino, casino ladder match, where entrances come out every two minutes, it should be a really, really good match, can't wait for the main event, next we got CM Punk, he's out here, he hits the crowd dive, he could do that here, not in New York, but he could do that here in Philadelphia, he talks about his history in Philly, he talks about running the wrestling school for Ring of Honor, he talks about living in Philly, He says that he is glad to be back and immersed in the community of wrestling. He is still doing the love fest. You know, I'm happy for CM Punk. I want to see more action, though. I love, I'm not mad at CM Punk being happy. Everyone that's like, oh, CM Punk is happy. CM Punk's too happy. Like, that's not a bad thing. I'm not mad that he's happy. That's cool. But I do want to see more CM Punk action. He needs to be in the ring more. I'm okay with these promos. But he needs to be in the ring more. He calls out Daniel Garcia for Rampage. It will be Daniel Garcia versus CM Punk on Rampage. That should be really good. Next, Arn Anderson, A.K.A. Glock Anderson, he's outside Cody Rhodes' house. He's has a he's setting a sports coat on fire. Cody Rhodes comes out. He's trying to, you know, Arn is basically trying to get Cody to man up, and he wants him to have the eye of the tiger again. Like he's sick of Cody Rhodes worrying about. Being an executive, being a reality TV star, he slaps him. He says, man up. You know what I mean? Cody Rhodes didn't want to burn his tie. Art Anderson burns his tie. It's weird, but I understand where they're going with this. Cody Rhodes is stale. Cody Rhodes right now is not wanted by the AEW faithful. And we need something to make Cody Rhodes cool again. And right now, Art Anderson is cutting fire-ass promos and could be the one to bring back the old Cody. So I'm with it. Next, we got the TNT Championship matchup. It is Bobby Fish making his AEW debut. Comes out here to his old Ring of Honor theme song, which I loved. You know, I'll give you a reason. I'll give you a reason. That shit. The old Red Dragon song. I I love that song. He goes against the new TNT Champion, Sammy Guevara. This was a really fun matchup. Sammy G gets the victory, though, at the end. But Bobby Fish looked like a million bucks. He looked like he was inspired. He looked like he was happy to be there, but also taking it very serious. If you remember, towards the end of his NXT run, he looked a little out of shape. Not here. Bobby Fish, like, he was in great shape. He was ready to be here. He looked like he was here to make a statement. Which he did, because it was announced after the show that Bobby Fish was offered a contract to AEW, which Bobby Fish agreed to sign. And I am really happy that Bobby Fish is going to be here in AEW. I've always been a big Bobby Fish fan, so that's really cool. Sammy Guevara wins the victory, like I said. American Top Team then comes out. They surround the ring. Paige Van Zant distracts Sammy Guevara as the rest of ATT attacks Sammy Guevara. Fuego Del Sol comes out to get, and he just gets destroyed. Then Chris Jericho and Jake Hager come out. We have a wild brawl. Dan Lambert, he grabs the mic. He says that, you know, first of all, he keeps getting cut off by the uh, singing of Judas. He proposes a six-man tag match in Miami. The Men of the Year and Junior Dos Santos versus the Inner Circle. And Jorge Masvidal will be ringside. That should be a really cool attraction if you're down with MMA, if you're down with pro wrestling and the inter the fusion of both. This should be really, really cool. I'm a big Jorge Masvidal fan. This should be awesome to see. Next, we got a rap from the Acclaim calling out the Lucha Brothers. They will be facing the Lucha Brothers for the AEW Tag Team Champions on Rampage this Friday. Tony Khan's big announcement that was hyped before the show on social media. It was announced that Tony Khan is introducing a new championship to AEW. The AEW TBS Championship in the women's division. The women will now have a mid-card title, which I think is really awesome. Never seen the women get a mid-card title in any wrestling promotion, so this is very unique and new and different. It is announced that there will be a women's tournament to crown the next eight or well, the first AEW TBS champion in this women's division. Really, really cool. We next get a sit-down between JR and Darby Allen. Darby Allen's talking about his history with the face paint and why he wears the face paint. He talks about his uncle dying in a car crash and how half a minute, how half of him is now dead. This leads to Darby Allen versus Nick Camarado. This was a pretty good squash match. I think Nick Camarado deserves better. I'm I'm starting to really like this guy more, and I really don't like the Factory. So I think that Nick Camarado needs to be the breakout star here, destroy the Factory, and actually become a star. But I don't know how I feel about him. Jobbing to someone like less than half his size. But anyway. In the end Darby Island picks up the victory. And that's no knock at Darby. I'm a big Darby fan. But still. Sting hits QT Marshall with the Scorpion Death Drop to end the segment. Next we got Dante Martin in the ring with Tony Schiavone. He says that he's been proving that he is a problem for everyone back in the locker room. And he's ready to fight. He calls anybody out. The lights go out. Lights go back on. Malachi Black is in the ring. He spits the black mist into uh, Dante Martin's face. Then he hits the black mass onto Dante Martin. Lights go back out. Dante disappears. Malachi Black grabs the mic and he says the House of Black accepts. Presumably for next week's uh, Rampage or next week's Dynamite. We shall see, but nothing was announced yet. But it looks like Malachi Black's next challenger will be Dante Martin. Ricky Starks is in the ring. He says that the FTW champion was made here in Philly by Taz. Held by Sabu. And he said that he would challenge Brian Cage to a Philly street fight. But Cage doesn't show up to work ever. This leads to Brian Cage actually coming out. Attacking Ricky Starks. And then Team Taz saving Ricky Starks. It is announced that on Rampage this Friday. It will be Ricky Starks versus Brian Cage in a FDW Championship Philly street fight. That should be a really good matchup. I I would like to see more of Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks is a bona fide star. And he's going to have a bright future in AEW. But that's the problem with AEW having such a massive, massive roster, which continues to grow. They don't have room and time for everybody. I'm going to talk about what I think my solution will be to that after this segment. But that's going to be a running problem for AEW. Next we get the women of AEW discussing the tournament for the new AEW TBS champion. We got Jade Cargill, Thunder Rosa, Sky Blue, all discussing the TBS champion. It should be really interesting to see how the tournament plays out. This leads to Hikaru Shida going for her 50th win in AEW against Serena Deeb. This was a really good matchup. Everyone expected Hikaru Shida to win. They already had the plaque set up for her. They were going to already award her after the match. But Hikaru Shida does not pick up the victory here. Serena Deeb wins the matchup. She taps out Hikaru Shida. Then turning heel, she takes the plaque and knocks Hikaru Shida out with the plaque. Really cool segment. I want to see more Serena Deeb on this show, and the women need to be more prominent on this show. If now you have two titles for them. Next we got Rampage. Well, they announced the matches for Rampage. It's going to be Starks versus Cage in the Philly Street Fight. CM Punk versus Daniel Garcia. The Acclaimed versus Lucha Bros in a tag team match, and Jade Cargill versus Sky Blue. We then see Darby Allen leaving the arena, but then he is jumped by the pinnacle and ski masks. They take it to Darby Allen and absolutely destroy him. Good segment. We next get Leo Rush. Leo Rush, who is back here in AEW, he's cutting a promo. He wants to take Dante Martin under his wing. He tells Dante Martin before his matchup with Malachi Black he should give him a call for some pointers. It seems like Leo Rush may be playing a managerial role here in AEW, but it's going to be interesting to see where Leo Rush fits in with this whole Dante Martin thing. Dante Martin versus Leo Rush, if they face together in a match, it's going to be one phenomenal high flying spectacle, in my opinion. Main event we got the casino ladder match. The winner of this matchup gets a future world heavyweight title shot. Seven entries. Entry number one, we got Orange Cassidy. Entry number two, we got the Bastard Pack. These guys go at it for a while. Entry number three, we got Andrade El Idolo, who hits an amazing sunset flip ladder, sunset flip bomb off the ladder onto Pac. Entry four, we got one of the kings and the godfathers of the ladder match, Matt Hardy. Just insane action. So much going on. Hard to keep up with it. Entry five was the murderhawk monster Lance Archer with Jake Roberts. We haven't seen Jake Roberts on this show for a while. We've seen Lance Archer with Minoru Suzuki. Entry number six, we got John Moxley, and then entry number seven, the wild card, is the return of Adam Hangman Page. Some cowboy shit went on tonight. It was a really, really good matchup. Holy hell, man. Yo, Hangman Page hit a fucking dead eye onto a pack off the ladder through a table. Absolutely insane. Hardy hits a big leg drop off the ladder through a table onto Orange Cassidy. You got a huge buckshot lariat onto uh, Lance Archer from Adam Page. Adam Page and John Moxley fighting on the top of the ladder. In the end, Hangman Adam Page wins the matchup. He pulls down the, the poker chip. He is going to be your number one contender. And we are finally going to get Hangman Adam Page versus Kenny Omega. Presumably at full gear. And I swear to God hangman adam page better win that title there is no way in hell that you would book that any different i think hangman adam page has to win that title this is the match that's been built up since the very first episode of aew dynamite so you don't want to ruin this moment it's building to a fever pitch you got to deliver hangman adam page is ready this crowd wants to see it hangman adam page is your next aew champion This was a really good episode of AEW. Main event was batshit crazy. Really good TNT title match. Really cool moment introducing the TBS champion. And one hell of an eight man opener. This episode of AEW really delivered. I'm giving it a four out of five. Two hours just went by so fast. I'm excited for Dynamite. I mean, I'm excited for Rampage. Rampage should be a lot of fun. CM Punk versus Daniel Garcia should be a great match. For everybody who's saying, oh, CM Punk versus The Jobber. Yo, get educated because Daniel Garcia is that guy. And then having a tag team title match with the Lucha Bros versus the Acclaimed. The FTW Philly Street Fight between Starks and Cage I'm excited for. And Cardgill versus uh, Sky Blue. That should be good. Really cool. It's going to be awesome to see four matches on Rampage instead of the typical three. I am really excited for everything that's going on right now. I hope everyone has a great, great, great day. And make sure you check out the Wrestling DeLorean podcast tomorrow. Follow us on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow us on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow us on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod. I love you guys. Thanks for all the support. Catch you guys tomorrow.